Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. One, two, one, two. Check it, check it, check it out. It's the guys next door. Check it, check it, check it out, y'all. Yeah, get live. Nobody fly it and fly ride. Couple guys from the city and you know Mac Wiles. We own life of the party, my boy home. That's Mouse Jones. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday. If you are listening to this, that means you have started your week off the best way you know how. And how was that? What's With up? the guys next door. Hey, how are you? Mac Wilds, Fly Ride. Your boy. Mouse Jones. Yes, sir. And I heard a knock at the door. Oh, yeah. And I said, I didn't invite nobody. Did you not? And then I heard another knock at the door. I said, yeah. Nigga ain't say nothing back. I said, yeah. Nigga ain't say nothing back. Uh -huh. I said, I'm about to shoot at this motherfucker. He said, Rob Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to no. join in the no, story or not. Okay. All right. Listen, listen me neither. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if you were supposed to say you're right. back. But we do have <laughs> we do have comedian Rob Hayes next door. He came, he pulled up to the spot. Rob, welcome to the crib. Yo, thanks for having me. Thanks course, for letting me in your Absolutely. humble abode. I didn't know at first. Okay. But I, yeah, Ryan I, was ready to pack up. I shot. look, I say light skin. <laughs> we got chance. Okay. <laughs> Part of us. We, oh, he's, he's on oh, us. I got a little oh, yeah, I, got yeah, I was getting confused. I got, I got a little He's like, on our side. He's on our side. We're really nuanced with our nah, 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 <laughs> nah. Okay. I, I, right. I, 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 I peeked yeah. through the hole. I saw I you. I see. He might be a good guy. Yeah, Okay. I don't judge people off of shade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, but I, I'm hold on. Just to... saying that means you judge people. How do you judge people? Ooh, that's so good. That good way to pick up on that, man. That I shade. mean, you know, color and shade are different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even I might, I might make some judgments <laughs> based off of color, but not shade. Yeah, shade. Not, mm -hmm. not the whole Pantone book. I think, okay. you know? I think, I think this LA box. trip we have... Uh... I think this LA trip that we've our guests have been fighting for they, the for fourth, the, for the fourth spot. spot, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, have yeah. some extra white space, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you might okay. get it today. Okay. Rob, <laughs> you might. I didn't even know. Switched up his whole tone. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know. Okay. Okay. I didn't know. Oh, y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. hiring? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I ain't know this was like the Breakfast Club. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know that. I'm the only one without a throne. Okay. All, of our, all of our guests have been. Just, we've this has been a really good LA trip. It's oh, been fine. a really good LA trip. Um, for the for the guests for just you know what we got going on. Uh, Mac is you know he came out here to link up with the other unemployed people. Okay, um, I hate hmm? you, bro. Why? What? Why would you say that? Why would you say that? It, Jesus Christ, was it wrong? It's not wrong, was but it still, incorrect? no. It's, he was, he was, it was a bunch of niggas. He, he there was included, a bunch of niggas singing, sitting around singing karaoke who don't included, have a job. He said wow. he included them and me. <laughs> All together. He said the niggas on strike and your boy Ra. The unemployment crew not flew out here. He, you you said he flew out here to be an unemployment. Now, I would never talk about you. Wow. You're an entrepreneur, brother. <laughs> wow, that is so okay. Ass. Some of our friends. Damn, oh, wow. I wish oh, wow. my ex was in over there, too. <laughs> 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 I 
some good eggs. <laughs> Y'all are the worst. Oh, God. But yeah, uh, this has really been a good LA trip. Um, I got to share the stage with Rob Hayes. Um, funny guy. Yeah, funny mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mouse, Mouse had the people going. Okay, you know what okay. I'm saying? There was there was some some insinuant circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Some some Somebody stuff going on. Some, some yeah, yeah. Some stuff <laughs> in the crowd, and, and we all had a good time with <laughs> the stuff. There we go. Okay. There we go. We all played with the stuff a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Listen, I will say, being back in comedy, I will say Rob Hayes might be the he might be the scariest person that you have to go after. Oh, yeah. Like, having a host and, like, go after Rob, I was like, I should probably just bring up the next comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not after me. You already, they already know you. You the host. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you did such a, you went first. Right, I went first. So it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you, and it was like such a bang. Like, it was a one, two, boop, boop, get up at it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's how I want to be. And it was like going up at it. I'm like, I'm not going to step on this. Uh, hey. Just just get to the next. Keep going, keep going, keep going. But that's good hosting. That's good hosting. If there's already a wave, part of your thing is energy control. Yep. You know, it's like it's kind of like DJing. You know, like sometimes they throw on a song to get people to go to the bar. Like I'm I'm gonna Mm -hmm. throw a monkey wrench in Mm -hmm. there, and people gonna be like, I need a drink. Mm -hmm. You know, if you jamming the whole time, people not drinking. Yeah, very true. You know, you're a thousand percent correct. Unless you go to trap karaoke, he basically tried to say, yeah, they. He said, little nigga, keep it. He said, little nigga, you knew what it was, right? The jokes is hot. Sometimes niggas need to no, dumb it down. No, <laughs> I'm saying mouse up. It's somebody drink, coming y'all. up waiting to go on. No facts. So you facts. you Not helping facts. them out. You right. know what I'm saying? Like like if you if you jump in there, you could change the, the tra- mood, really the navigate trajectory. Yeah, yeah. Really, you know really what I'm saying? Because if you if you really getting your stuff off, you don't care about what the reaction is, right. and you and you still making them laugh, but. For a host energy, sometimes it's got to be inviting. Sometimes it's got to be like you, you know, you got guests. And I already, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm, I'm already aware of my disposition. Like as a, as a comic, as a person on stage, I'm already the, the irritable type person. So it's like, okay, he put the energy here. Like this was a one comedy right here. Okay, bet. Let me get this next comic up. Let me not try and get my shit off. And now I might bring. They might not get the joke. I about to say, I think, or it's, I think it might it's like be... you said. I think it's like you said. It's a, it's a wave. So as the wave is, you know, that wave hit, mm-hmm. and you, there's still like water coming. You really got to be on some like, all right, let's 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 hope this next nigga knows how to surf. Let's, let's get him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Raw, how long you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy since 2009. Oh shit! First time on stage, I was talking about Jeremiah birthday sex. Yeah, <laughs> you from? That's Chicago. how long I'm from Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, what yeah. Part of Atlanta? We had 106 apart. We could, we got songs from other places. <laughs> no, no. I really thought I heard. I really thought I heard. Chicago. I got you. I, I didn't hear. You. I didn't hear Atlanta. Okay. Okay. I no. didn't hear Atlanta. Either. What, what part? Hey, Atlanta's, Atlanta's a diverse place. You know, we we not always vocally represented the same, but yeah, it's people who talk like me from there for sure. My fault didn't mean nothing by you know. No, I hey. <laughs> It's early. I just met you. I you carry, didn't even know I was going to be here. Yeah, I carry guns in Atlanta. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Guns is legal in Atlanta. All right. very cool. Cool. Are they legal out here? Hmm? I don't know. Nah, it's not you, the same. I don't like it's the not way the same. This, I don't like how... Yeah, it's not What the part same. of Atlanta are you from, Rob? I'm from the SWAT, Southwest Atlanta, too Yo, strong. you know what's did crazy? Did see that coming. You know what's crazy? Uh, what? The show, the movie I just did, uh, Praise This, it was shot in Atlanta, I guess based okay. in Atlanta as well. Oh, the duh. blank, the blankety blank movie that I did, it was uh, shot in Atlanta. Whatever, whatever. Now watch um, that. That was good. Yeah, thank you. There we go. Um, my character was from the SWAT, and I had a okay. big SWAT tattoo on my you neck. Definitely did. Okay. Now that I think about it, what color was it? Red. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, that, that's fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, if if that's what you like. <laughs> no, I no no no. I I have no issue with with any shade color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was it was it was red. I was just curious what the they a did. was the uh, was the yeah, Atlanta I was just A. Curious of what they did was the Atlanta, yeah, yeah yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know you ain't in charge of that. Not you know at all. I mean? <laughs> not my you know not my job. Yeah, that's not your department. Nope. You just gotta hold your neck still. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now. Growing up in Swatch, everybody knows it for the gangster shit and all that shit like that was represented in the, you know, the upcoming, the the introduction of trap music and all that shit. But mm-hmm. sure. you being a comedian, like, was that something you always wanted to do coming up? And if it was, how was it trying to navigate or grow up as a comedian where everybody want to rap and trap? 
Um, I mean, I I think like I learned early I couldn't rap. Like I I learned early it was like yo yo stop, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, was it yeah. the friends around you? Yeah, the friends shout around out, me. Shout, shout out mm-hmm. to good friends. Yeah, no. Shout out to good friends. Those are good friends. Those are good. They might be better than New York friends. Cause yeah, because New York friends know will you up. Still, really? Yeah, nah, I don't think, no. I bet y'all friends. to be cutthroat. I bet exactly. y'all to be like, yo, it's, it's the Mecca. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the friends that are the problem. <laughs> the rappers just have a, a larger resolve. Okay. The rappers are just like really committed. There we go. I got you. We can't tell them because we're from New York. So maybe in Atlanta where everybody's like, Closing that, like, you might have heard, like, hey, nigga, stop rapping. Like, you should do something else. And you're like, oh, okay. The New York niggas is going to be like, oh, no, no. Nigga, you a hater. No, you a hater. You don't fuck with me. But also, he gonna tweet, I also think. When I take this picture with New me, York you going to remind. A, a type to gash you. Like, nah, keep going, boy. You you killing it. Knowing you really trash. But it's their own excitement. You're like, yeah, nah, do it. <laughs> you doing your thing, boy. You, you know what I'm talking about, bro. Niggas be under the comments, yo. That shit was fire. You I like see yo, you. Bro. That's oh, that's interesting. I feel like stopping. Atlanta's a little more cutthroat in that yeah, regard because like, everybody feels like they a star. Mm-hmm. Everybody is like nobody's just like oh yeah I'm gonna just hype this person up. Like I think I think in Atlanta to be a rapper you almost gotta move the people. Yeah, two hundred. Like you gotta get them dancing, bobbing their heads, something like you gotta do something to move the people. And yeah, I wasn't moving anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to DJ, I tried to make beats. It just wasn't in the cars. Fruity Loops, I couldn't really, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tried. I tried. I tried it all. I saw what was going on. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? It's not like I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to build a comedy scene here. No. Nah, I, I saw what was happening, you know, but. But you are one of the, at least from our, our generation, you are one of the people that were instrumental in building that comedy scene out. Um, no, no, no. I, I, I wouldn't say that. I, w- I would say like Carlos Miller, Clayton English. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like the generation before sure. me, Ronnie sure. Jordan, K-Dub, like the generation before them, Bruce Bruce, mm-hmm. you know, like like there's, there's a whole lineage of, of black mm-hmm. comedy in in Atlanta. I might, I might be instrumental in like the shift in the more nerdy side, the more, you know, um, Alternative to yeah, 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 that, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. to that. Well, that's what I was. Def Jam comic. That's, and that's what I was, and that's what I was getting at for sure. Because your styling is so. I don't use the word mainstream, but I do think your styling gets you on Comedy Central. Your styling, yeah, I've been, you, I've been there. Like been your there. styling gets you on the t- <laughs> like the t- like the tonight like that yeah, is that I've type of too. set. I know I was well, you know. Yeah, no, I thought it was a cool way to, you oh, know, I thought, what I'm saying, hey, I didn't know I want there. you to know that I was I was just confirming for the people. Okay, because I was like, you know, everything you throwing out there is facts. Yeah. You're throwing the facts out there. That's there all. What was the shift or what was it what was the thing that said, Oh, I'm not gonna do it this way. I'm um, gonna do it this way. I kind of fell into it. I, I went to college, I went to the University of Georgia. Um, they had poetry Is that the nights. Bulldogs, mm-hmm. okay. Bulldogs, two time mm-hmm. champions, back to back. We don't and care about that. Sure, right. you know that, that part we didn't care. Somebody about. does. Somebody, somebody, I was somebody, in, a somebody in the neighborhood full does. of people who were <laughs> very invested. <laughs> but you know, I, I get. <laughs> but um, I would go up at poetry nights to do funny poems. People are already kind of calling me a comedian. Yeah. But I wasn't doing jokes, and like that's that's pressure when people you know yeah. already know oh, you yeah, as a comedian, yeah, yeah. but you have not even tried to write a joke yet. And so my senior year, I I just head first into jokes, and then just started doing it as much as possible, hosting everything I could, opening for whoever came in town, mm-hmm. and then uh, after I graduated, just went straight to Atlanta, started going to Uptown Comedy Corner to. Uh, only only black club at the time that was in in the city and just hitting the stage every night like four times a week then seven times a week then 10 times a week then I moved to New York it was on stage like 12 15 mm-hmm. times a week that putting that, that work in that is yeah, that's grind. literally the ground yeah i no i'm oh, i'm i heard that i'm it's it's interesting to me cuz i'm still trying to you know i think i I'm only a bystander when it comes to comedy. Like, right, I'm I'm only a um, an audience member, so I don't fully understand 
the comedy grind, the way that I understand the acting grind or the, even the music grind. So like, what is that you got? I mean, I, and I hear you both say, you know, that, that's the grind. And even me, I was chiming in like, yeah, that's the grind. But I really don't know. I can't. Mm -hmm. lie. What is that acting? What does that uh, comedy grind actually look like? Well, I, I think the, the big difference with the stand up grind is you have to develop in front of people. Mm. You're in front of people the whole time. When you are bad, you are in front of people. When you don't know what you're doing, you're in front of people. Like, you could become a great musician in, in a in vacuum. Your, yeah, in your yeah. house, yeah. You know, like, like you can do the work as far as being a thespian outside of the stage. But mm -hmm. for stand-up, you have to learn everything on stage, at night, on people who got bills time. On people's dying. <laughs> yeah. On people's dying. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing. Like, And I think that was, there was so many things that was, you know, playing a part in my head when I was, like, running from, like, comedy. It was just like, bro, I did that shit. I hate, like, when I was doing it at first, I was like, I really hate performing. But really, it's what he said. I hated having to, like, I don't know, maybe it was, like, ego. So I was like, yo, these niggas, if I do, if I do anything different from this set, these niggas gonna tell me my shit not funny. Mm -hmm. Fuck out of here. I'm going to, I'm going to be a podcaster and a host and all that shit, right? And then at the time, if I'm just being honest, at the time my heart just wasn't in it. Yeah. At that time, I did not love comedy for myself. I loved it. I loved being a part of it because people said, "Oh, you're funny," but outside, I wasn't like waking up thinking about. I'm like jokes. Let me yeah. let me get out of it. Let me get out the way. You like I say it all the time. You know this business. It's I only have. Maybe less than half your talent, True. who you know is, and I can't like, and I know like people look at me and be like, "Oh, mouse, now you got a heart." I'm telling you, I never ever want to be in nobody's way. Mm -hmm. I never want to be a nigga. I never want to be a nigga that got the opportunity because I know such and such. When there's real comics that love this shit, they woke up thinking like, about this shit, grind. Yeah. This should be their opportunity. So I said, "Let me go do this shit that I really love." I'll do this shit. And then that really led to led you led yeah. me right back because I was like, damn, son. Like I'm watching Rob, I'm watching Reggie, I'm watching Yamanika and all these other comics. I'm like, I'm watching Schultz. I'm watching people I've known in real life become legends. Mm -hmm. So did you try to fill a void by stepping away from it and doing everything else that you think Ooh, I felt, that's I felt, a good question. I felt like I was doing yes. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what was going on. So something basically, I mean, I feel like we all go through things that are difficult for us. Some of y'all try to go somewhere else because it's like, yo, if I'm not used to this and I'm not great at it already from jump because I'm used to being great at shit. And the minute you step into a field that you're kind of scared of, you mm -hmm. back up and you, you, you go other places. But if it's meant for you, it's meant for you. And like you, you back yeah. to it. Like him with rapping. Yeah, I mean, right. that wasn't meant for me. <laughs> wasn't meant for me. That wasn't meant for him. But I see that G Shock, so I know you. I know you still got Fruity Loops on your computer. <laughs> what you mean? Yeah, that that G Shock lets me know you still be producing. You nah, can... I don't even know how to get Fruity Loops. I got an Apple now. It's, it's different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you gotta have Windows. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that have Fruity Loops. Yo. Not even Yo. part of what's going on right now. Yeah, I don't think it's a part of what's going on at all. You know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But shout out to Fruity Loops. If y'all out there, you know, I'll do a commercial, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll get Windows yeah. in y'all band. We ain't striking commercials, you know? Facts. Facts. Hit me oh, with the band. do commercials? Depends. It's certain commercials that you could do, yeah. Yeah. yeah certain little. If are it's you, not are you like a part of this strike as well? I'm double strike. Why not? Because he's a writer, writer as well. Yeah, Sag and writer, yeah, yeah. The writer guild, double writer guild, yeah, yeah. WGA. Double striked up, baby. Mm -hmm. What's up? Yeah, I've been, I've been on strike since May. Yeah, he, he, he's, he did the hundred. He's days. showing his stripes. <laughs> he you did heard? the hundred. Stop days, playing. Man. They be outside my crib all the time, so I'm there. Gang, gang. They heard? not striking you. It's not about no, your. No, no, I would It's a been studio out close by. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Couple clubs, couple this. Yeah, it's not about me. This is bigger. It's bigger than me. I think honking the horn for the strikers is like the same as like when we was banging the pots for the. Oh yeah, that's exactly what it is. Or like Okay. Or like when it's lit in the in the lunchroom, niggas. Niggas swallow. I don't think. I think it does something. I don't think. I think it's doing something for somebody. Like when I remember, I was I was talking to a nerd, and I was like, "Yo, would they be banging that them pots? What it do for you? Nothing. Nothing." But I also think it's like, a little different. <laughs> like you coming home from like COVID, you just seem like thirty thousand people died. 
bow, bow, bow. You're just reminding them of what they just left, ladies. So put death. And now a lot of death. And now you can't <laughs> even make the goddamn dinner correctly no more. Cause now you done bang these good pots. Jesus. Jesus. Look at your dumb ass. Well, that's their that's their own fault. I'm saying stop banging pots when the first aid people walk away and stop honking at the fucking striker. No, 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 no. Honk. They, because yeah, why? Honk. Why? We, we, Yo, we are you're not even part of the movement. Hold on, listen, we are you trying, trying to say what I should we are what trying I shouldn't to, do. We are right. trying to disrupt their day, bro. Right. Literally. That's what we are trying to do. We are trying that's to disrupt them. them. You, know they're not gonna, you know they're not going to work. How is it not working? The building's right there. Them people is... How long have I been on strike? Uh, writers have been on for... Um, no, not writers. How long you been on strike? For the last... What is it? We've been on strike for a couple months. No months. And you've been Actors, on strike. How long? Actors, Actors have been on. Well, yeah, a couple. You've months. been on strike since right. May. Yeah. You've been on strike since May, and you've been on strike since. I think. Well, don't be it? don't be out here horn counting. I don't, right. I don't like what you're doing. <laughs> it really sounds like you counting horns. I'm trying to help y'all. It's, y'all it's might not need the time to do that. Y'all might need a little different. Y'all, hey, y'all might need a little different strategy. That's all I'm saying. They're not gonna let you in. That's fine. Fuck them. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Guess All right. what? What? Tubi is alive and well, bitches. <laughs> I just need one to hit. All right. Go Good to luck. Tubi's website. You'll see who owns Tubi. Yes, sir. Hey, go look. It, it's on there. It's <laughs> on the World Wide Web. Go look, Negro. I don't think because that's what they gonna call you. No way. They I, got a Super Bowl commercial just off of just you know. There's no way I us? believe that. I I've seen what's on Tubi, and there's no way I believe that the stuff that you guys are working on. Is underneath the same brand that I mean, the shit they work. Yeah, on. I say it's a it's a big guild. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you can make no, money on it's that. Guild. Make money. Yeah, on it. it's a big guild. I tell yeah. you. Yeah, it's one of the big ones. Well, it ain't, it on that small. on that note, I like to apologize. Like to take back <laughs> everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> like to take yeah, back everything. Well, well, that note took the two awards uh, away. Take, uh, yeah, I thought I thought I was gonna buck the system. I'm, I'm infiltrated. Well, listen, they ain't let me act in this long. Mac Wiles won't fucking show me nothing. I said I'm the one who. Job. Take it back. Take everything back. <laughs> when you Take raise the voice, back. <laughs> when you raise the voice like he, that, yeah, he yeah. meant it. He meant business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop playing. That, yeah, that nigga meant business. Like, what you talking about? I had never been in an apartment on Fifty Second Street before in my life. It was beautiful. And then he nigga took us out there. And we was glad you took the train. Beautiful. You, beautiful. No, I, I drove. You drove. I drove. You drove. What are you doing here? No, I was asking what, what, what do you do? What, what do you I just want to know where you're at in life. How far you've come, my man. Matt gave you your first old rolling gig. You feel me? It wasn't I mean, little. Yeah, I was. Bang. I actually was. I was. I was actually a star of that episode. Well, bang bang. You didn't sound like it the way you were talking. Bang, bang. I, I, I uh, forgot. Okay, it's all right. Don't okay. forget. It wasn't sag after. Don't forget, <laughs> don't don't wow. forget where you came from. Here. <laughs> wow. Actually, <laughs> we were a sag was, after. We were a sag after. Uh, I'm fucking striking. Why you didn't fucking tell me? Because your you first part of gig, it. you don't gotta be in it. <laughs> yeah, you ain't part of it. I was about to go outside and be like, honk go on, try out. Yeah, you ain't had to pay no dues. You got your full check that first one. Yeah, yeah. Go outside and start honking. Jesus Christ. Honking for all of us. <laughs> come on. Come try on. Try out. Make Honking team. for all of us. I didn't try out. I was it was walk on position. You didn't make wow. the team. The, the you coach, still have to walk. You still have to try out as a walk. The coach seen me. So you it was that. like, son. Come on. You know that. Right? Come on, you still gotta try come out. On. I didn't have on. to try out. The nigga seen me and said, yo, this is for you, my boy. Oh, coach's son. Wow. Nepot- I don't care. I still <laughs> got to play. Nepotism. One game. The nigga that played with LeBron still got to play with LeBron. That's one game. That's true. That's true. I only need a one. I got tape. <laughs> I got tape. I got tape. I can show niggas. Look, look, it's me. Okay. And it's in it's in 4K. It is in 4K. Okay. That's just in like Sony Red niggas. Yeah, like we, we got we had we had a, we had, had the fire had cameras. We had the fire cameras. Fuck wrong with you, boy. Not playing with me. Man, <laughs> <laughs> you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, that was for you. I can Did I hit that? that. Yeah, I know. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, yeah. uh, nope. That was good. Nope. Yeah. 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 It's all right yeah. though. Keep going. You got more time. time <laughs> <laughs> it's time on the clock. It was like a sharp K and a G in there. That you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that man. like yeah, yeah. Some of them got to come off. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I know y'all don't like to say the T's and goddamn. I don't. I mean, it, it depends. You know, the T could be the T could be emphasized. It just depends. You know. <laughs> goddamn. Like, it's yeah, different. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Now, being, because I, I feel like if I say, if I classify you as like being a smart type comedian, I feel like it takes shots at other people and that's not my goal here. Right. But being the type of comedian you are, mm-hmm. do you ever, does it, what's the word I'm looking for? Does it isolate you from certain bookings? Like, do you think, 
Because I don't see your type, especially black ones. I don't see y'all type of comedians being booked with the, you know, the f- fever that we see the 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 more Def Jam influenced comedians book. It's just a, um, my bad. It's just a different. It's just a podcast we're recording. My, my fault, my fault. Very unprofessional of me. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just really like different. That's mm-hmm. all. There, there are di- there are pockets where we're booked where you won't see those comedians. I was about to say, yeah, yeah. And, you know, place. but there's a lot of overlap. There's a lot of times where I'm, I am in those situations where, you know, there's different expectations for the audience, but mm-hmm. still has still have fun, still have a good time, you know. Uh, as a as a uh, and I think this is for both of you guys, especially now. Um, you know, Mel's getting back into comedy. How how do you guys gauge a room? You know, because I, I think because because mm. as a actor being on a being on a stage for a play or something, right? It's we don't have to. Depending on the show, the I job guess. is already done. I about to say, depending on the show, we're we're you guys are you coming to see this play? However you feel about the play, you take that afterwards. But it's like you guys, the engagement that you get is, and I mean it is for us as well, automatic. But it's 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 different. Like for us, you just got to get through the play. For you guys, it's like okay, um, is it like okay? You see, this isn't working for this crowd, so you already have something kind of like an audible to kind of throw. Like how do you guys gauge rooms? I think I let the vet go first. I see it like a a choose your own adventure book. Mm. So like depending on like if I say one thing and the crowd reacts in a certain way, then I have options of what I Which feel like go. where I want to go, what I'm going to say, you know, maybe I might need to make a sharp turn. Maybe I might need to do something different, but yeah, it's just, it's just making those decisions throughout. Like, but it, also puts a lot of pressure on the first thing you say mm. because then you have a blank canvas, but also you have an audience that you have no information on. So the first thing you say is very important. It's like the it's like a jab. It's like the it's like yeah, kind of like jab. gauge yeah. where you want to stab that jab quick, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's kind of how yeah. So with me, it's like if if I'm if I'm going if I'm hosting a comedy show, then it's like all right, well I am I'm the litmus test. I have to see. What works? So uh, me personally, I just automatically jump into the crowd work. All right, let me see who's here. How tight this crowd is, right? Oh, you celebrate something? Oh, what's wrong with you? See how tight the crowd is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, is this a comedy crowd or is this a, a crowd that just wants to support somebody? You get to gauge that, and it's like, all right, well, these people, these people on the right side, they kind of laugh more at this kind of stuff. These people over here, then I'll kind of maybe work out one or two minutes of something before I bring up the uh, the comic. If I'm like when I did the when I headlined in Chicago over the weekend, I just sat back and watched how the crowd reacted to the other comedians. So I was like, so you get a chance to kind of like see how I see what's going on here. I was like, all right, bet. And then, like I said, but I was sitting behind like the oldest people in the room and they gave me 20 minutes worth of material. that I was just like, oh, I'm going to just rework this set and I'm going to go out here and just do that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like that's why I killed the way it did. What if you're not closing and you're opening? That's what yeah, I'm like to say. The opening yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. same? Oh, God. No, I'm, I'm asking, what do you mean? I mean, cause yeah, like if you're the opening. He, like, was, the he, was closing, he was closing the show, so he got to watch every comedian go on first. Mm-hmm. So then he started to add certain things to his, right. his stand up. But what if you're first? And because that's always been my fear, just like stage fright. Yeah. So going up first and having to break open the crowd, and like, all right, fuck it. Is, it. is it my time? Is it funny? Is it not? I feel like that is a fear of mine. So. Going what you said on how you got to see everybody like all right that can for me that will kind of like ease my shit like all right cool I know all right this person was doing this in the crowd I saw it I peeped it I could joke about that boom but going first and having to start everything what's the difference in that? Hey yo, what's going on? So with the busy fall season already in swing, I know you might be looking for some like wholesome, convenient meals for all of these crazy days. Now, Factor, America's number one ready to eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef prepared, dietitian approved, ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. I mean, you'll save time, eat well, and you'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. What are you too busy during the day to think about lunch? You can keep the energy going with Lunch to Go. Effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls or salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the go. No microwave required. What do you need, an extra boost while you're working out or just to feel your best during these busy weeks? 
Try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And with Factor, you can rest assured that you are making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in our meals. Now, does that sound good to you? So head to factormeals.com slash nextdoor50 and use the code nextdoor50 to get 50% off. That's code nextdoor50 at factormeals.com slash nextdoor50 to get 50% off. I mean, when you go first, you could look at it like pressure, but you could also look at it like an opportunity. Like mm-hmm. I can make this into mm-hmm. a show. Mm-hmm. People will believe it's a show now. They just saw the host. They bring me up. You killed it. Make it easier for everybody. You know, like Mm -hmm. uh, moving from scene to scene. So I moved to New York in 2015. I moved out here in 2019. You come into a new scene. A lot of times they put you up first to see what you got. You know, see if you got chops. See if Mm -hmm. you can really just get your stuff off from zero. And so I used to love that because then it's like now I'm going first on every show. I'm about to get booked by everybody on this show. Mm-hmm. I'm about to like everybody got to see you got to see me because they trying to see what's going on. Yeah, so they yeah, got to yeah, watch yeah. the person who's first. So I'm like, cool. I'm showcasing. Fire. Every time somebody put me up first, I'm Fire. showcasing. I moved to New York. I'm flipping sets. I'm not doing the same set, but still setting the tone in the same way. So I'm doing this five. All right. I come back. I do a different five. Come back. You know, I'm, I'm flipping it like really that. Doing your shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you started comedy in 2009. Mm-hmm. Right? Michael Jackson died, and I was like, you know what? It's time. It's time, <laughs> man. It's time. Every comedian had something to say about Michael Jackson. Man, I, I can't miss these opportunities, man. I got <laughs> yeah. to get in there. Yeah. So uh, I was going to say, I guess I guess from from what you both are saying, uh, that you you just have to have a, a an amazing ability to pivot. Right, like I guess you. I don't say. know even know if it has to be amazing. You, you don't have gotta to, pivot. Yeah, you don't have you to could, pivot. You like you could be it. rocking. You you mm, could just from, be from in jump. the pocket from the jump. You don't gotta pivot. And I think like that's that's where the showcase set. That's where the the five minute set, doing the three minute mm-hmm. set, all that training comes in because you gotta do what you do, say who you are, and everything in a short amount short of time, time and get out of there. You know. So like in Atlanta, the open mics. Sometimes we get three minutes. Sometimes it'd be, that would be it. Sometimes it'd just be five. And you got to do your time because you want to, you know, you don't want to, like, burn any bridges. You, you That's nobody. A That's a fact. You know, them, them boo rooms, you, people is getting off in 30 seconds. You don't cut the music off right. They booing you. So three minutes to That's last three minutes in that environment, you know what I'm saying? You got to be nice. You got to uh-huh. be, all right, you at least decent. Or they going to cut you, you up. Bro, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to say, what is or what has been, if you guys, uh, you know, the times that you had to, what have been some of your favorite pivots? Like, like, uh, how have you, what room was like a a, a tricky room that you had to kind of like pivot into a good one? Mm. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Since I've been back, shit. I've been kind of blessed since I've been back. Like, I've been, you know, I, I come, like, I take no, like, I'm not unaware that, like, I came back. Of course, of course established that someone else would have would have established with a fan base. Mm-hmm. So a lot of shows I've done on my own are my own fans. So exactly. they're just seeing me in a different light. So I really don't got pivot there. I think more or less probably the show like like I just said with Rob, like I'm a host host. Yeah, you know what I mean? Course. So it's like he I didn't even think in my head to what he said, but it made sense because it was like I'm like, okay, bet he about to go up here, boom. And in my head, I'm already thinking of, all right, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I go back up there, I'm gonna say this, and then boom, boom. But I'm listening to him kill, and I'm like, oh, I don't gotta do that. Switch. When I go up here, Rob, boom, speak to the callback that he said to me, bring up the next comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and, and like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm early, I'm still early, mm-hmm. back, you know what I mean? I'm still got my sea legs, so I'm pretty sure Rob got a way better story. I um you, nah that was a good story you know what I'm saying <laughs> I really like the boom part like that that was fire was an explosion you know what I'm saying I loved it um no I was in I was in Denver and I was headlining and it was uh, around the time that one of them Rolling Stone lists came out oh yeah 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 and yeah. so I'm riffing about that it's around the time that like Whitney Houston movies out this girl just starts yelling out Whitney Houston. And then she tries to sing it, I will always love you while I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? And it was like the saddest. It was like the clearly like that's the only Whitney song you know. You know what I'm saying? You not no real Whitney fan. Real Whitney fans don't try to sing Whitney. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they love Whitney too much. They'll, they'll curse you out for trying to sing Whitney, you know? So then I, I handled that. And then later in the set, I ended the set. I was talking about the hotel room and my hotel room might've been haunted. Like the floor I was staying on the elevator, like always went to that floor. It was like the button was stuck. People would get on and be like, Ooh, seven It's haunted up there. I you know, they, I thought they didn't have set. Oh, well, maybe they have 13. They don't have the, thir- okay. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I saw a glow in seven. Nah, you're seven. Right. And seven. then, yeah, they were like, you know, it's haunted up there. I'm talking about that. And then I start talking about ghosts and stuff. And then, you know, like people laughing and everything. And then I was like, I heard a ghost when I was in my room. And it was like, and I started singing that. That's how I ended the set. That's how I got out of there. Them people's minds were blown. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, this is, like, early on. I, I called it all the way back, you know? You got to love a good callback. Mm-hmm. Nah, you got to love a good callback. The though. thing about... Like comedy to me is that I can't do it. It's not for me. But to know that first somebody can break the fear of my fear of going on stage and doing something mm-hmm. in front of people that have never seen you. Some people have never seen you before, heard of you, whatever. Yeah. So that's one step that is just amazing to me. And then the second thing is what comedy just does for us, especially as black people. Oh my god! Like yeah. we live our lives by comedy. We because because our life is really comedy. But so many people won't believe the stories oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. they hear in person, let alone on stage, that are so true. And even if it's not the the exact truth to fact what we've is, been through, fact is there's scary always fiction, something bro. about it. Which talk about somebody's grandmother. You talk about somebody's when you be like, "Yo, talk about my kidney and shit like that." Like there is some way, shape, or form that, yo, I don't talk about your kidney. Yes, you do. I talk yes. about the missing kidney. Okay, so wow. you talk about it. That means you are wow. very. We're not gonna the talk worst. about that. The worst. See, I was trying to give you props. <laughs> But he now I'm gonna just talk. He just don't want kidney, bro. I donated a kidney. It's okay. his mother. It's his yeah, mother. Yeah. Oh wow! See the jokes. See how it can go left to right. I, it didn't go left to right. No, I wasn't. I didn't talk about you. Not you. Not you. Him. You know what I'm saying? Has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Don't do him. He's just very ignorant when it comes. to He identifies as a person that still has two kidneys, Jesus so that he gets a little upset sometimes. Anywho, I feel like y'all took it like super internal. Not, you know what I'm saying? I ain't nope, coming nope, to the know about anybody's organs. In, you know what I mean? I see what you did. I did see what you did. How is it? Just there. 
from you. Out. How is it? Because it's out of you. But it's out of you. Okay. Yeah. But it's somewhere. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. Yeah. Fucking be a man. No. It's saving a I, life. It's don't question a, my manhood. <laughs> hey, <laughs> wait a minute. See what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I almost responded to you that. Think, like, you no, think, all right. You think they with you? No, no. God damn it. I'm a man. I'm just thinking on it. I got more information now. I was on your side, and then he had a good retort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this ain't first take. I don't got to stay on one side the whole time. You know oh, don't touch me. I can, I can learn. <laughs> Jesus don't touch me. I can change my mind. Yeah, why Yo, you touch me yeah. now? Yo. <laughs> first yeah. Yeah, he has a right yeah. to hear both sides of the story. You heard it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like I was saying, <laughs> shit. In the black community, we all go through some shit that you can, it might not even be funny, but you can turn it into something funny. That's real. And you can make yeah. people look at different parts of your life which are horrible times and and turn their frowns upside down which is why mm-hmm. that genre of com- of comedy is what influenced me to come back right like sure like seeing comic view growing up and you know martin bernie mac my favorite comedians and, and i was like oh i want to be like that that's not really me like it doesn't fit my disposition i, I don't enjoy i mean you, i about to say you can you can watch and enjoy somebody but you can understand that it's t- it like it's does it's not your style and then that's why seeing stuff mm-hmm. like what rob does and schultz and like see what they do where it's like you really shouldn't be laughing at this and it's not always from a standpoint of like oh it could get you canceled it's like it's from a standpoint of like that may I didn't be serious even think that was funny that's funny that's fu- you know what i mean yeah. and that yeah, what, yeah. and seeing that and that was what influenced me to like I got, all right, I could come back. I can do this. This I want to do. Because everybody's funny can be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. have to be that same mm-hmm. certain cut of a cloth. Like, it has to be this cookie cut, and that's comedy. Like, no, it doesn't. Because my life wasn't like that type of funny. My life might have been that, damn, I shouldn't be laughing, but damn, that shit was hilarious. And, th- yeah. and then on top of that, people have... You know, people's taste, it, it, it depends on like the room a lot of times, right? Like you can go you can go into somewhere and be like, ah, usually that stuff isn't really funny. But being in that room and that certain comic is saying the, the right thing at the right time, that laugh, it'll just hit you. And by the, by the time you're driving home, you're like, damn, I didn't think I was going to laugh at that. But that was really funny. Shit could really be the day that you had. Literally. You might mm-hmm. not even run into nothing the comedian even speaks to. And like you said, you get in the car and then you go back like, damn. He was talking about that. And you see some shit like, yo, that shit is crazy. He just talked about that shit. And it happened Mm -hmm. just like that. Having that almost like superpower, is there ever something where you're like, oh, this would be funny. But then you have to kind of look at the times when you're like, "Mm, I should probably leave that alone. There's times where I've like gotten to a place and then I'm like, oh, it's already covered. Oh, okay. Mm, you okay. know, like like I've I've gotten the whole train of thought and then, you know, I, I watch an old special or something and be like, oh, someone's already Somebody did it. Bit there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, sometimes I I'll I'll have ideas or thoughts and then I know, oh, I'm not gonna be in front of people who will get this mm. for a minute, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. There's especially out here there's times like I feel like comedy's very segregated. So it's almost like I got a schedule when okay, okay. I talk to certain people. So, so question, so question, especially uh, considering that, what is the difference? I mean, you said right now you've been through Atlanta, New York, and now Los Angeles' mm-hmm. comedy scene. What is the difference between the three? Um, Atlanta, I feel like uh, you get to be in front of people earlier. There mm. are no open mics with just no audience, just comics. You know, like you get to feel what it's like to kill early. You, mm-hmm. you feel, you know, getting a laugh early just because you got people in front of you. Um, I think in Atlanta, you don't have the the same variety of audiences. So you'll have, uh, you know, you'll have like people that are in Midtown, the more liberal people you'll have, uh, you know, your your hood black audience, your black college audience, your old people, oh, black yeah, yeah, audience, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, you might have a more rural white person. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there might there might be more derogatory terms for those type of rooms. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that in we the gonna, mic. Yeah, we're going to leave it you alone. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Gonna leave, we're gonna leave um, but then that's it. That's it. It's really polar. It's really black and white. You get to New York. It's people traveling from all over the oh world. You got, you know, Australians running the room sometimes. It's like 20 Australians in the front row. Sometimes, you know, you got people traveling from 
everywhere yeah, on vacation, yep, yep. out with the kids, whatever. You got prom shows. You got, you know, uh, you got shows that's just New Yorkers, shows that's just Jamaicans. It's mm-hmm. people from all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then out here, it's the same as far as variety, yes, but the culture is totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York's down for you to just get to the jokes. They don't got a lot of time to waste. Get to it. You know what I'm saying? L.A. likes to be played with. L.A. Uh, likes you to be silly. L.A. likes you to, like, make something sound funny first before you get into any jokes. And then also car culture out here. Yeah. A lot of us comics that aren't on the coast, we got car jokes for days. We got this happened to me on the road. That you know, New York, you can't get no car jokes off. <laughs> People on the train don't want to hear about your, oh, your car true. story. Very you know true. what I'm saying? They know what a car is. They got the reference. They don't want to hear about that. <laughs> Talk about what you did today. You know what I'm saying? You ain't get out of no car today. You got off that platform. Talk about that. You know? That's why Reggie's watermelon joke was so yeah, fucking funny. Exactly. Exactly. But um, yeah, I, to me that's that's the main difference. Also, spatially, like New York, you can get from spot to spot easier. Mm-hmm. Out here everything's kind of spread out. So you can't Man, you can't LA. do as much. Even if you are popping, oh you're you're pushing that whip to the limit. To the you know? limit. Yeah. Especially cause you cause you would do like I guess in New York you would do like a couple comedy clubs a night, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything closed earlier. That right. Everything closed closes early, early here. and then it's like you got to go from here to there. Like trying to get from whoo, Burbank to to back to Hollywood to mm-hmm. a lot. Nah, it's crazy. And it's and timing. That a schedule would be like that. What you mean? Like have like having to go to different clubs. Well, there's not as many stages out here. I feel like I feel like that night is a good night. The night that you broke your neck to go to three spots in a night in three different neighborhoods, that's a good night. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't get nights like that often out here. But that time in between sets, you do you don't waste as much time out here. Like I noticed like the pros out here they don't be on stage just playing around because nah, they, they don't it. have a lot of time. So, you know, you might see them do one set and then the next week you see them do another set and it's improved like they've been doing reps because they've put in a lot of thought into it. Yeah, yeah. And in New York, you do a spot, you get on the train, you do another spot, you know, you yes. fixing it on the train and yeah. you, yes. you getting reps mm-hmm. and you getting muscle memory. I've literally been like, not, oh, when I get over here, I got to move this but, and I got to move this over here. So is L.A. like the plateau of where you see, like if I get to L.A. and I kill it, I know the next step is whoever be Superstardom my Superstardom or whatever. Yeah, my Netflix special, my whatever like special. Like, I would feel like that's New York stuff. I feel like in stand-up, it's probably New York, but I feel like L.A. is probably... For everything else okay. and anything, you know, if you want to do movies, so if you want to do everything. TV, if you want to, you know, have a show, that type okay. of thing, you know, if that you want to be behind the scenes, L.A. is more for that. And I L.A.'s entertainment in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. I want to create outside of just stand up. Okay. But I do I do love stand up and stand up is my passion. And I do love being on the road and, and, and touring and stuff. But. You know that that's not the only outlet for me. Because I know, I, I mean, in my mind, there's a lot of people that can can do comedy on screen, but mm-hmm. they could never step on that stage. Right. I I I think that is that and it's it that translates in in all damn near all fields, right? In in music, there's a lot of people who are fantastic artists when it comes to being in the in a studio in a booth, but you get them on that stage, netraga. You know, or, or even actors, right? You get an actor who's on screen and it and it's just like like they can give you amazing performances, but as soon as they get on the stage, they don't know how to translate. So I agree with you, but I also think that comedy stuff is just a little No, comedy is a different that shit it's is a, a different, different beast. Animal. I'm just saying it's, yeah. it's not. And re- this is what I'm gonna say. Because this thing right here switched everything I up. My phone like that. What do you mean? I ain't got insurance. I don't got insurance. <laughs> Why, why do you, why do you because say switched it up? You can make a fan base, and as long as you can make uh, a fan base, can't, I'm telling you, as long as you can make a fan base, it don't matter what your craft is. It doesn't matter what. Le- all you have to do is create a fan base. I look, and you will. There will be a space where you are deemed a professional. That's what I'm about to say. You I, will be deemed yeah, as someone. But that's not what I'll, I was saying. I'll, I'll I'll agree with you on a on a level of 
success, right? Like mm-hmm. you can you can find success yeah, there anywhere. You can create your own little community and be successful. Two hundred percent. You can you can find your success else anywhere, right? Especially because of the phone. But when it comes to that that other side performance, because mm-hmm. that's literally what you guys are doing. Like as stand up as stand up comedians, you guys are artists. You guys are up there, and the difference is, is that you're painting in front yeah, of us if every all, single night. But but that's goes what I said. If you create a fan base. Them niggas gonna show up because they believe me. They they like to be honest. There's some crap. This shit is all, and I've learned this shit from hosting. All this shit is psychology, bro. This these niggas. There's some niggas that's dirt. Mm. I don't know if we supposed to say that. I'm I'm fresh back, but some of these niggas is dirt. Hosts, <laughs> uh, comics, whatever. These, some of these niggas is dirt, mm. but they <laughs> they were good. They were good. At a, they were good at something online that made somebody a fan. Got it. And if it got big enough, a bunch of people became fans. Yeah. And now that room is filled with people to see a person they're a fan of. Mm-hmm. They laughing at whatever this nigga said on stage, but really they laughing because they laughed at whatever he said on that mm-hmm. phone. Mm-hmm. We're right. fans. We're here to show up. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said, it's cool. Like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep cutting my teeth and shit and make sure that when I step on that stage, I'm giving everybody an A1 performance. But... There's a whole bunch of people that don't have to. So I don't even get in that thought process of like, oh, well, th- anybody can create a fan base. Oh, yeah, I ain't yeah. going to get mad at them, but just know when I, when I'm, what I'm I, doing. No, no. Okay. What, that's what, that's, I think that's what, what I'm saying. I, you're not wrong. I don't think that's, I'm not saying that you're wrong about creating the fan base and, and, and creating a certain level of success and having people come out. But there is a very stark difference between people coming out and somebody giving a really, really good performance. Just because people come out doesn't mean niggas is nice. Facts. Just a thousand percent. And sometimes like the fan base kills the tension. Yeah. Like, like some comedians need tension. They need people that were drugged to the show. They need people who don't have a clue who they are that disagree with that, them that, like, for I, that I tension to, to be you... in the room. Like, there's some comedians, I, yeah. they've got, their fan base have gotten so big that that tension from their it shows has away. gone away mm-hmm. and their edge has suffered because, because that lack because of, of, yeah, yeah. of that energy. Yo, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this one Um I guess before we before we get up out of here, this one uh, story when I was doing the play Thoughts mm-hmm. of a Colored Man, we it was I don't want to say it was a shoe in because it wasn't because we were we were it's a black play on the great on, on the Great White Way that's, yes. that's what they call Broadway the mm-hmm. Great White Way mm-hmm. you don't we there's not a lot of times that you see a lot of us and when it when you when you do see us it's like it ha- it always kind of came with a caveat you or like sing and dance it got it's something or like oh there's this white producer who believed in you so it's the white savior it, it's a bunch of different things behind it but this show specifically was black lead producer black writer from the rooter to the team. black di- black director okay all black cast so all black male cast all black male cast as well so I think part of it was novelty. A lot of black people came out. It was a lot of their, it was a lot a lot of people's first times coming to see it. So you knew, every, and every night it felt like we were killing, whether we were killing or not. Every single night, standing ovation. Every single night, standing ovation, standing ovation, mm. standing ovation. So it, you, but to to your point, where you need that tension. There was one person who I always knew that no matter what, and I, I thank God that she was a part of this. I thank God that she was um, that she was one of the producers. Um, Cheryl Lee Ralph, my godmom. Shout out, Mama Cheryl. Um, when I tell you, she holds no she holds no cut cards. Mm. So having somebody that literally every night you're trying to impress or to try to change their mind, like I, I would get off stage, I'd be like. <sighs> All right, ma. So, what'd you think? How, how did I, she was like? Mm, it was all right. Mm. I mean, you could work on this, and you could work on this, and whatever, you know. But it was, it was cool. Like you did, you did, you did well. You didn't do bad. You didn't do bad. You could do better. That made me. I wanted to be the best, nigga. So I. So now, yeah. hearing that, even on that side, on the on the comedy side. I can see why a lot of my favorite comics, like you, you, you start to feel like, damn, like nigga, like you used to be nice, and the reason why they used to be nice is because they was in a room like 
nigga, I gotta get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, when you yeah. Re- when you reach that level of people know who you are and what you do, and they're already expecting you to be, I guess it's a little tension off you. Like I don't gotta work as hard sometimes, which is whack. But I feel like it's needed because then when somebody comes up from up under you and now they coming up next to the stage and you don't get the same claps and you don't get the same standing ovation but somebody else does it's like another flame Mm. yeah I I think for me I always whether it's you know at trap karaoke or hosting somebody's event or comedy I'm always trying to perform for me personally this is me I'm always trying to perform for like the starkest looking person in the room for the person who mm -hmm. I I gotta find somebody for me the the other night it was Rob like I'd never been around Rob. I had just seen him online with her. I'd never been around him. And I was like watching his disposition. I'm like, oh, this nigga smart. Yeah. So he I like I was I was just seeing like, yeah, he not really busting out laughing that shit. So it was like, if I can make this nigga laugh, I'll be fine tonight. Just like that. Hmm. And I always do that. So if I'm in if I'm at trap karaoke and I'm like, and then people say, like, oh, tonight felt like a comedy show. Oh, you was killing it. I'm like, oh, all right, bet. I was performing. That's what I was performing. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm a, yeah. I'm a always get the room lit. That's easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's what God put in me. I'm gonna always do that. But can I get you? Can I get you to laugh while on your feet? People forget about that. Yeah. People really forget about that shit. And I don't, I'm not to my own home, but niggas really forget about that shit. Yeah. Y'all get in front of these rooms and y'all jump, jump, jump. Everybody do this. Yeah. They, this these are songs that other people made. Yep. So, so it's like it's let's relax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I got these people on their feet for four hours. And every time I touch that mic, at some point they're but they're cackling. Yeah, yeah. remember that I'm I'm a different breed than 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 a lot of these niggas. Yeah. Before we get out, I want to ask you something because okay, it'll, it'll answer a question to me. When it's all said and done, do you want to be known as smart or do you want to be known as funny? Mm. I want to be known as smart, but I don't know if that's an issue. If that will present an issue in my work, I I I would probably say funny. I think the smart is implied. I think I think you know when when I talk the you know the when I'm funny when I'm in my bag you know, you know I'm smart. Yeah. So I I feel like yeah I, I'm a, I'm gonna go funny. I got mm. it. I got that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got that. Mm. I can understand. And yo, if you don't think I'm funny, come out of my shows. Come be talk about tension. it. Come be detention. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll win you over by the end of the night. You're gonna buy a t-shirt. Ooh. Come through. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that energy right there. Bring somebody else. Bring somebody else who didn't like me on this interview. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about making fans. You know what I'm saying? I Come respect on. it every time. Yeah. Look stank I, face. Sit in the front. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. respect that shit every time. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. What no matter what the platform is, I'm the same. Bring the people that don't like me. I'm only here because I feel like the people that don't like me got so mad. Ugh. They start telling people Ugh. who did like me. Yikes. <laughs> Rob, that's, a, that's a whole nother episode. Rob, what you got going on that people can support? Yo, if you're in Ranson, Wisconsin, I'm going to be out there October 7th. If you're in New Orleans, I'll be out there December 9th. Um, if you are in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, I'll be out there October 14th. I know I did that out of order. Also, I got a um, I got a podcast called the Inconsistent Podcast with Rob Hayes. It comes out when it's ready. That know. might be us. It's, it's on, it's it on brand. You know, it's like yo, you know, we might be on the same network. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sound yeah. might be me a little wonky. You know, you let me know, it'll get fixed. Yeah, but uh, find that on all platforms where you can find podcasts. Yeah, man. Mac. Yeah. The wine, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Michael you know. Uh, and shout out to the team. Shout out to the squad. Please go, uh, go copy your bottle. We have a, uh, we have a beautiful three, three different uh varietals that we're dealing with right now. We have varietals, varietals. That's yes, fire. That's a real word. Yes, it is. That's fire. Varietals. Um, that's we have our Zinfandel. Uh, that's our that's our red wine. Uh, varietals say, means grapes. Say I know. It's, it's, um, I'm talking. To, I'm talking to Ryan. He okay. wasn't even on the microphone. I, I'm say so, I know so. these. Oh, are I mine. know that. These I, are mine. I just learned that. Yeah, I know varietals. That. It means yeah. the type of grape that you're using. Okay. Uh, this is our rosé, which uh, we use a few different uh, different grapes for, and that's our Chenin Blanc, which is our white wine. And uh, yeah, why do you, why do you, why do, why does your voice change when you talk about wine? Because you know it, it has to be elevated. You know, it's a it's a it's a different level of luxury. Yeah, I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. I fucking you hate it. You gotta love it. Actually, uh, Ryan, <laughs> hopefully you can keep the same voice when you plug whatever. You <laughs> <laughs> I'm not plugging nothing. <laughs> oh, because the drought. 
No, 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 no. Because uh, because the ink ain't dry yet. That's why. No, because that sounded crazy. Whoa, hey now. <laughs> I was talking about what he was talking about. I wasn't talking about what he was talking about. <laughs> you, guys, man, you guys are <laughs> filthy. Freaks. The freaks come <laughs> out at night. The freaks the, the varietals. Freaks podcast. <laughs> I tell you that. You got you got anything you want the people know about? Live show. Hey. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And we'll see y'all asses next week. Peace. That's Mouse Jones. No, some fucking They're functional until they're not functional. Nah, they That's right. like having them rabbit ass They try another drug. There be some other shit that take them to the top. The crack be alright for them. It just be. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they do other shit. Yeah. When they use that young Fenty. <laughs> when they take it to the top. Mm. When they, what the fuck? When they I'm take it to the top. I don't like that connection. Yeah. <laughs> Separate them brands. Nah, I don't nah, like that. Nah, you gotta don't keep put it that. That's, <laughs> the, that's the original. That's the original. That's the original Fenty. Yo. It's only a matter of time for they upgraded these drugs. What's, the, keep what's playing the, with the gloss bomb? Shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Yo. <laughs> the gloss bomb. I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all be playing around. <laughs>